three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. checking this out i've got a review for are you there god it's me margaret which is directed and written by kelly freeman craig who you know from writing ordinary angels uh postgrad um and my favorite film of 2016 edge of 17 which starred Haley seinfeld so okay it's really interesting because i was sitting here watching this movie I kept thinking, man, this would be a great double feature of The Edge of Seventeen. And and it is. It is a great double feature of The Edge of Seventeen. I'll probably watch both of these together at some point uh, soon. But I I love this movie. I'm just going to get that out of the way. I fucking adore this movie. I think this movie is brilliant. I think it is wonderful. I think it's charming. I think for, for, you know, teenage girls especially, this will be something that they can watch and feel seen and laugh and cheer and i'm really happy this movie exists and so much of the charm is because of abby uh writer fortson who of course you know most recently from playing cassie lane in uh, ant-man and ant-man the wasp so i'm gonna get this out of the way i understand why they cast um uh what's her name uh newton uh that yeah the the girl from freaky who I'm, whose name i'm totally blanking on uh captain newton there we go i understand why they cast captain newton as as cassie they wanted to you know age her up and probably make her a little hot like i get that fine what does bother me though is that abby Ryder fortson had that chemistry with scott uh with uh scott lang paul rudd and i think it would have been cool to actually see her grow into the role of cassie and if this rolls any indication, Feige and his crew, all due respect to Catherine Newton, uh, they made a mistake because uh, Abby Ryder Fortson is incredible in this. And it makes me horribly excited for the rest of her career. And I can't wait to see what she does next. She's, she's incredible in this. And what I appreciate about her portrayal of Margaret is she's... She's naive, but she's intelligent. And that's a very hard balance to strike. She's a very smart kid, but she just doesn't know things about the world yet. And it's really interesting to see how, and I I don't want to spoil too much, but it's interesting to see how her journey of seeking what religion means to her, it's very interesting how she gets on that path. It's very interesting to see what she finds on that path and really what the film has to say about relationships and about religion and about growing up it it has quite a bit to say and it it says everything eloquently and just beautifully and i really found myself sitting there it it reminded me in many ways of something like netflix's uh the babysitter's club which i'm still horribly horribly upset that that shit got canceled because it didn't deserve to because that show is incredible um it's on netflix two seasons you should watch it if you haven't seen it but 
it, it reminded me of that in the sense of, wow, you have this amazing vehicle for young girls where they're actually going to feel like someone's speaking to them and not talking down to them. Like they're going to actually feel seen and feel hopefully inspired and, and just able to, you know, make mistakes and be a kid and just grow up and not stress as much about it. And this film does such a great job of really portraying Margaret as this person who just wants to do the right thing. And it's, it, it sounds so simple and cliche, but at the end of the day, she just wants to be happy and she wants people around her to be happy. She's not, you know, she's not being evil or vile or anything. She really just wants to, to find her place in the world. And the biggest surprise for me, because I had no idea if she was in the, uh, she was in the movie because I hadn't seen the trailer for this. I think I'd seen like a mini trailer, like a TV spot, but uh, Kathy Bates is in this movie. She plays Sylvia Simon, who's her grandma. And the relationship between Margaret and Sylvia, the acting between Fortson and Bates is top shelf, top tier shit. Um, Fortson is incredible acting alongside Bates. And I was really happy that they didn't do like this, oh, you know, you're old. How can you relate to your, your grand, you know, your grandkid? They, they're, they're, they're two peas in a pod. They are birds of a feather. They both love Broadway. They both love shows. They love both love just wearing cute dress. Like they're so cute together, and it's horribly endearing. The more that you watch it, I was just sitting there going, "God, I I love. I could watch a whole movie of just the two of them having fun and just being cute together. Like their their stuff was so sweet. It made me so so happy. But um, but I I, I love the relationship, and I love where the relationship ends up. I'm trying really hard to dance around spoilers for this. Um, her, um, Abby, Abby Ryder Fortson's mom, uh, their parents, or her parents, are played by Rachel McAdams, fine-ass, talented, gorgeous. God, I love Rachel McAdams so much. But Rachel McAdams and uh, Ben uh, Safdie, who plays Herb Simon. And right off the bat, I love Herb and Barbara's relationship their marriage is so sweet and so adorable they've clearly been married i don't think they say how long they've been married um but i mean they've been married at least i mean it sounds like, like uh, uh, how old is margaret like 12 they've been married like 12 years they've been they've been through a lot together and you find out that this isn't too much of a spoiler uh, they'd say it pretty early in the film but you find out that barbara's parents were pissed at her because Herb is Jewish, and and Margaret, through reasons, and I'll just leave that that ends up asking her mom like what happened with you know your mom and dad, and Barbara tells her and something about Rachel McAdams and I and I know I just kind of went on this rant about Scarlett Johansson, but I talked about Scarlett Johansson, uh, or um, I talked about uh, Scarlett Johansson about how she's an underrated actress, and if you go through her filmography, there are very few, you know, misses. Um, when you think about her in Multiverse of Madness, she's great in that. Uh, Eurovision, Eurovision Song Contest, she's great in that. Game Night, amazing in that. Disobedience, amazing in that. True Detective, amazing in that. Southpaw, best thing about that. Spotlight, second or third thing, best thing about it. Uh, oh, what else? Uh, a Most Wanted Man. She's great in that. Um, 
The Vow, she's actually really great in that too. Midnight in Paris, she's great in that. Morning Glory, not crazy about the movie, but she's great in that. A State of Play, she's great in that. Oh my gosh, I'm still going. Uh, Wedding Crashers, she's great in that. Red Eye, she's great in that. Mean Girls, great in that. Notebook, great in that. You see, you see the pattern? She's kind of great in fucking everything. And now she's in her mom jeans era and Rachel McAdams. Oh my god, oh my god. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, but but she's she's amazing in this. And, and I hope she gets some Oscar recognition for this role because... The way she sells what happened to her parents, when you find out what that is, that shit is heartbreaking. And it just makes you just kind of go like, wow, what the fuck? And Ben Safdie, who you most likely know uh, from uh, from Uncut Gems, is most likely what you know him from. If you don't know him from that, you probably know him from Good Time. He's amazing and great. He's amazing in Good Time. Oh my God, he's great in Good Time. He... He plays this, they play this so well off each other because both of them are right. And that's what's so fascinating about Herb and Barbara's kind of their juxtaposition in this movie. Because, uh, well, actually, I, I already told y'all. So, you know, when Barbara reveals that her parents cut her off because she married, a, a, you know, married a Jew, Herb is pissed off about it. He's fucking hurt. He has every right to fucking be. But then... There's a point where Barbara's parents reach back out, and this is a mild spoiler, so I'm not, I don't feel bad. Um, but they reach back out, and Herb's first reaction is to go like, "Why are you letting them back into our lives? Like, what good can this do?" And she just looks at him because like they're my parents, and it's like maybe they maybe they were sorry, maybe they realized that they're sorry, and. At the same time, I'm sitting there going, I get why both of you feel the way you do, and I actually agree with both of you. Because on Herb's end, you know, fuck them. They haven't talked to us in, you know, 12 years uh, because because of their selfishness. They flat out said they haven't met Margaret yet. And so you're just like, oh, my God, you haven't talked to them at least 12 years. That's fucking nuts. But Barbara's right in the sense of they're her parents, and maybe they're reaching out because they have learn their lesson they want to mend fences and it's a it's a very dicey thing and there are these there are several emotional beats where i found myself going i did not expect it to do that and i'm actually very impressed that you did this uh this movie also shows all the wonderful incredible awkwardness of being a teenager there's a point where she goes bra shopping and by the way the the person who sells her the bra bitch and a half because she even makes this comment about like oh are you sure you need a bra sweetie it's like i, I don't know why i went from like a deep voice to a high pitch but <laughs> i don't know why i did that it's fine but but yeah she goes like oh do you are you sure you need a bra sweetie ha <laughs> like it's such a it's such a apparently making mouse work there but it's such a shitty way to make her feel and even margaret kind of looks at her like the fuck did I do to you? <laughs> like, Abby Ryder Fortson, I really love her facial expressions in this because there's just points where she looks exasperated, but very much in the way that a teenage girl does look exasperated. I've worked retail. I can tell you I've seen that look a lot, and it's usually when parents are trying to be hip. But I but I loved, I loved her facial expressions. She sells so much of the story just through her, through her facial expressions. But... Um, but Margaret has a couple friends, uh, J uh, Janie, who's played by Amari Alexis Price, 
and then uh, Nancy, who's played by L. Graham. I adore both of them in this movie. They both fill, uh, fit the roles perfectly. You most likely know uh, Ellie Graham from, uh, I recognize her from Swamp Thing because she played Susie on there. Um, she's great on there. And then Amari Alexis Price, you probably, uh, this is actually her, like, her big debut. So good for you, good for you, good for you, Soul Sister. They both do a great job in here. And what I appreciate about Nancy is that she's very much that kid who feels like she needs to be perfect because she's still figuring it out. And, and it's, it's really quite sad because she, she really does just want, oh, and Gretchen, Gretchen's the, the, the other, uh, person in the group who's played by Catherine Mellon uh Kupfer is what I'm gonna go with um they all do a great job and I really found myself just feeling bad for Nancy because her parents her mom especially is like that mom where she's head of the PTA and she's always trying to get people to sign up for committees and shit which she is able to rope uh Barbara into but she's very much that mom and it feels like you know, Nancy would just like her parents to just say hi to her and just be nicer to her and not ignore her. It's actually kind of sad, and I felt I felt bad for her. And there there's a scene between Nancy uh, and uh, and Margaret. You'll know it when you get there. It's one of those scenes where Nancy comes across as so human and just such a scared, just 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 a scared kid because that's what that's what she is. And the way that they all sell that scene is so well done. And without spoiling it, there is a scene of tension in like the third act. And you'll you'll know the scene when you get there. And that scene is played perfectly. It's played in the exact way that a family would get into a fight. <laughs> and the tension just slowly ramps up. And there's maybe a, more of a shot here, more of a shot there. It's it's perfectly executed and it's one of those scenes where i just found myself going oh crap there's no turning back from this thing it, it's so well done um as far as a complaint i don't really have any i watched this on tuesday so i watched this a couple days ago and then i went back and i was like you know what? i want to watch this again so i watched this uh or at least watched some clips of it earlier today and i just found myself going damn i I kind of adore this movie. This is going to be a double feature I do. I'm going to do a double feature off the edge of 17 in this. And it's going to be awesome. And I'll probably get a good, good, good cry in. And I actually got a good cry in at the end of this movie. Because Margaret really learns a lot. And you feel like she goes through a, a, a genuine journey by the end of this film. Um, I don't have the guy who plays her teacher. But, uh, but her teacher is awesome. Her teacher, oh, oh, there we go. Uh, Echo Killam, uh, Killam, who plays uh, Mr. Benedict. Uh, I wish we got a little more Mr. Be uh, Mr. Benedict. You know him most likely as uh, Curtis from uh, Curtis Holt from Arrow, and then he was also, um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's most likely what you know him from. But he's great in here. And again, I wish we would have gotten a little more of him. I was a little sad about that, but for what we do get of him, him and uh, him and Margaret, uh, him and uh, Abby Ryder Fortson have great chemistry. Um, yeah, I, I really don't have a complaint about this movie. This is a fan fucking tastic. This is currently like my number. I think I have number five currently uh, as my in, in my top ten. Like I, I love this movie. This is something that if you 
have kids, I really think even if you show this to like a like a twelve year old boy, I think they would. I think they'd have fun with this. I I, I really would. I, I think most teenagers will really dig this, and it's a fun family movie too. Um, I really enjoyed this. I really really enjoyed this, and I I hope there's more down the road because uh, Abby Ryder Fortson, you're you're special. You're 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 a very special young lady, but. Are you there about it? It's me, Margaret. Have you seen it? What'd you think about it? Let us know in the comments. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and rate us. It definitely helps the show out. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneUp, and Samsung Podcasts at The Real Pineapple. You can also find us on YouTube. Just search The Real Pineapple and subscribe there. I'm uploading our backlog of our earlier reviews so those are uploading at the same time as our new reviews so if you prefer youtube check us out there you can find me on the twitter instagram um twitch and oh my gosh uh tiktok at uh, the real pineapple at twitch it's twitch.tv slash jhunter real pineapple i'm going to be hopping on twitch here next week a week of the uh, week of the 26th, I'm going to be hopping on Twitch, so I'll keep y'all updated on when I'm going to be making my debut, and I'm going to, I'm still trying to figure out my streaming schedule, but I'll be, I'll be hopping on there, um, you can also find me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam, and, uh, oh gosh, where else, uh, you can find us on Facebook, at Facebook, uh, at, uh, The Real Pineapple, pardon me, and Real Pineapple Games, that again is R-E-E-L Pineapple, but thank you so much for listening, everyone. We have reviews coming up here on the 26th, uh, in case you're listening this, uh, late. But I'm going to have reviews up uh, 26th, the 27th, the 28th, and the 29th for Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, respectively, leading up to my review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny on the 30th. And I'm going to have reviews coming up here uh, for, I don't know what I'm going to review on the, for the 4th of July, but I'll have a review up for y'all uh, then. I'll figure something out. But uh, I'm going to start the week of the 3rd. I'm going to start reviewing uh, or start re-watching uh, the Mission Impossible film. But I think I haven't reviewed like three or like three of them. I don't think I've reviewed the first three. So I'll probably review the first three leading up to Indiana Jones. Uh, Indiana Jones uh, Leading up to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, which comes out on uh, Wednesday the 12th. I'll probably see that on the 13th. But uh, yeah, got quite a few reviews coming down the pipeline, including reviews for this uh, documentary, uh, Barbie uh, Unauthorized. I'm excited to bring that to y'all. I have a review for that, uh, the director of uh, that film, as well as a review for the film Love, uh, Love Gets Room, along with an re- interview with the director, Rodrigo Cortez. Uh, for that uh, I'm yeah quite a few things coming out of pipeline but keep an eye out there uh, subscribe everywhere I'll let you guys know when all that stuff is coming out but everyone please stay safe out there take care of each other tell someone you love them we all we all need we all use some more compliments but stay safe out there thanks again for your support y'all we'll talk to you soon